0: Books by physicians are always on the best-seller list. Have you ever thought of writing a book? Where do you start and how do you get it published? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am Dr. Leslie Lunt, your host, and with me today is author of Nurses on Our Own, Karen White Gibson. Welcome. Thank you. Karen, how did you decide to write a book?
1: Well, I decided when I was in nursing school that I was going to write a book because I thought that it seemed like such an interesting experience dealing with people from their birth to their death as well as making a huge difference in their lives. And there were so many exciting things happen. I was at Mount Sinai in Chicago, and I thought it would be of an interest to the public so I decided that this was going to be a bestseller. It was going to be an interesting book and show the mystique of medicine, but also shows what goes on behind the scenes, mm. how we help people in, in the situations that we're in.
0: And this was long before ER on TV, right?
1: <laughs> yes, it was long before ER. Yeah.
0: So how did, you, how did you do it?
1: Well, at first I thought that charting might have ruined my ability to write. So <laughs> I decided that I should look for a writer. And there happened to be an ad in the local newspaper a New York company that was looking for writers, too. So I called them, and they said, well, we've decided not to do what we were going to do, but here's the name of a writer. So I contacted her. She also wrote for Reader's Digest, and she had written a skiing book. And I said, you know, I have all of these things written, and my partner has written some things. My husband, who is a police detective, has written some things, and I'd like to put them all together. I'd like you to go over it. So she agreed to do that. She did some interviews with us. And then she knew of someone that she thought might be able to get us an agent. And actually, that didn't work out. And it's really very, very difficult, I have found, to get an agent. So I thought, well, I'm just going to bypass this process. So I happened to see something on television one day about a book that was in a similar vein as our book. So I saw that St. Martin's Press had published it. So I called St. Martin's Press and I said, I want to speak to the chief editor. And a man got on the phone and said, hello, and I said, who are you? And he said, well, who did you ask for? I said, the chief editor. And he said, well, that's me. Shoot. So I started telling him the story about Nurses on Our Own, which they originally called On Our Own, but it's been republished many times, and it's now Nurses on Our Own. And I explained to him what our story is about, two nurses in a hospital going into home care, going into, I, I created a multimillion-dollar business, actually different things that we had had with the politics of the hospital and successes we had had with many patients. And he said, well, do you have a readership of one? And I said, well, no, we have at least two people that will read this book, us. (laughs) And he said, well, you know what? He said, this sounds interesting to me. He said, send me a chapter, not your first, not your last, but the best chapter that you have. So I picked out one, actually, that had to do with something with the emergency room. And um, he said, send it to me and then call me next Wednesday. Well, the only person who had ever believed that I would really be able to write a book and have it published was my husband. Everyone else laughed at me. So I did what he said to do. I sent it to the editor. I called him on Wednesday morning. He said, we have a meeting today, and everything at publishing houses is you know, decided by a group of editors. But I'm the chief editor, and I have a lot of votes. He said, and I like the book, so we're going to talk about it. Call me tomorrow morning. Call me the next day. He said, I'm going to buy the book. He said, if you want to get a literary lawyer. If you want somebody to negotiate the deal, go ahead and get one. I'll fly there a week from Friday to Chicago to O'Hare Airport and meet with the three of you. This is what I think the advance is going to be and what the royalties will be, and you discuss it, and we'll come up with a contract. (laughs) When I went and woke my husband up and told him I sold the book nurses on our own, he said, I can't believe it. I said, but you always told me I'd do it. He said, yeah, but I never believed it. (laughs) (laughs) So St. Martin's Press published it, and it it started out with 35,000 copies, and then they republished it again. They distributed it throughout the United States. It, was, it sold very well. And then the, the rights were sold in paperback to Avon, who published it in paperback. And now it's been republished again by iUniverse, and it's available at our website at AmericanTVProductions.com. It's called Nurses on Our Own, and also through Amazon. And uh, it's a great and interesting story. You know, he bought the book for publication. He flew out to sign the contract. People couldn't believe it. In visiting his office much later, when they had promotional parties for us and a publicity tour, I find out why many people get rejection letters because their book proposals were sloppily written. They were sent in in a mess. People often thought they had to send in the whole book, which you don't. You can write a chapter and you can send that into them. After the book was purchased in paperback and optioned as a motion picture, it was featured in People magazine. And many other newspapers through a publicity tour wrote articles about it And I want to point out that it's easier now to become published even on your own. Then you can send your completed book to a major publisher and they can redistribute it. And there is information that I can give you about publishing a book or having sent to you for a reasonable amount of cost where you don't have to store it. They'll store it and send it out electronically. If you contact me at asktvnurse at yahoo.com and mention Dr. Lund's radio show in your heading.
0: Now, Karen, actually, I've written a couple of books and chose to self-publish them, which is incredibly easy and, and not expensive at all these days. Um, have you looked at that as well?
1: I have, but the distribution is a lot better when you're dealing with a major publisher. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. as you say, you've written these books, and, you know, they say that the average book that is kind of a, not the best bestseller but a, a good seller is 5,000 sold copies. So if you can sell 5,000 copies of your book and then send your book to a major publisher with that information, they may pick it up also then and do a major distribution of it.
0: Oh, that's a great idea, actually. I've sold 5,000 exactly. So.
1: Well, then you should let them know because that is at the point where they become very, very interested in publishing your book through a major distribution.
0: Now, this is a lot of work. Uh, would, would you do it again? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, that, you didn't even have to think about that.
1: No, and I am doing it again. Oh. And, and I think it was a lot harder to become an RN, and it was a lot harder for you to become a doctor. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> I, I don't know. Every word uh, it takes blood out of me, I think. So, uh, so what are you writing now?
1: Well, actually, several chapters are already finished. I've done some, and I've done some with some reporters who've written many articles about me in, in local newspapers as well as the Chicago Sun-Times and the Tribune and stuff like that one who is a, also a professional journalist and a professor of journalism. But the chapters that are finished so far are the ongoing saga of my successful entrepreneurship in developing a business with 400 nurses and employee staffing hospitals, nursing homes and companies, as well as home care. We wrote about several trips related to my television show, which is a medical show, but it relates to a lot of topics that are anything directly or indirectly related to health and safety. We actually took a riverboat trip that was the camping of cruising and <laughs> talked about some of the things that went on there. You know, about the court appearances for patients against insurance companies and how we won those cases and other interesting experiences. The book has been republished several times. Um, as I said, Nurses on Our Own is now available on Amazon. The title is Nurses on Our Own and it's by Karen White. And Karen is K R O N, White Gibson R N, and Joy Smith Catterson, spelled with a C. If anybody's interested in publishing, I said their own story, you know, they can email me and I will definitely give them
0: information as to how to go about to do it. Well, you certainly make it sound uh, not too scary. Uh, You know, I think so many people think, oh, you know, to become a published author is way more difficult and time consuming than they may uh, be up for. But it sounds like uh, it may be worth a try for a lot of people, huh?
1: I definitely think they should. And I think taking notes over a period of time, I know an ER doctor that's coming out with a book, he's been on my show several times, And it's taken him several years because he has five children, and he's the head of an ER department and everything, and he's writing a book about parenthood. It's taken him a long time, but he's got it together now, and it's going to be coming out. So, you know, it may take a little time with everything else you're doing, but it's certainly possible. And I think if you sit down and write, you know, there are things in my own book that I would never have remembered in my life if if I hadn't written them at the time. Mm. And I think that's true of everybody. And even if you're doing a journal for your own life, for your own saga, your own legacy, it's a good idea to do that. And it's not that difficult. I don't think to, you know, just sit down and write.
0: Again, easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> may not be true for well, all of us. Then you know what?
1: Then you find a writer or a journalist who you know that's a friend or somebody that you can even barter with or somebody that's doing a project at a college or maybe they have to be, um, you know, a lot of professors have to do things for their tenure and so forth. They have to be published. Maybe it would be of interest, a topic, by one of the physicians that they could do something in conjunction with somebody else. And they don't have to have a ghostwriter. They can put the person's name, like Patricia Skalka wrote with us and redid some of the editing and so forth. She did an absolutely wonderful job, and her name is on the book, too. So, you know, if you offer people enough or if it's going to be a movie and they end up getting some of the rights and the movie rights, and obviously if they're getting some of the royalties, they might want to do something in speculation or in advance. Or you can even hire a professor. I know one doctor, a neurosurgeon here who hired a professor that's also a journalist to work with him on editing his books. So, you know, you might want somebody who's going to interview you. I'm sure there's all different kinds of ways to do it.
0: Mm -hmm. So what's the downside? The downside?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I think not for me, but for people that, you know, are in different authors, marketing groups and so forth. I think the downside is people who order... 7,000 books and have them in their garage for the rest of their (laughs) life. (laughs) Because you have to promote them. I mean, you have to send out press releases. You have to be on TV and radio shows. You have to take the time to promote them. I know a publisher now that belongs to an organization I belong to called the Committee of 200, which is actually 484 very successful women globally in all different businesses. And she was talking about the fact that, you know, the people who become authors now with her major publishing company have to commit to a publicity tour. Well, we did that. We went on a two-week publicity tour and, you know, took our vacations at the time to do it. And, you know, you spend all day with uh, newspaper journalists and you spend, day you know, on different shows and things like that. So you have to be committed to taking the time to go out and give speeches maybe to women's groups or men's groups, being on TV shows talking about your book and promoting it. The only downside is if you don't do that and you never sell a book.
0: Mm -hmm. And you have to build a bigger garage. Right.
1: But the great part now is that they will store them. I don't know if that's the way you did it or not, but, I mean, they'll store them and send them out electronically through some of the contacts that I have, so you don't ever have to do that.
0: No, I have a big garage. (laughs) Well, send
1: me one of your books. I'd be happy to put it on Outspoken with Karen. Maybe it'll generate some publicity.
0: Yeah, I'll have to do that. Actually, actually, the first edition sold out, so I've just come out this week, as a matter of fact, with the second edition of my book, which is uh, called Think Like a Psychiatrist.
1: Oh, I'd love to have a book if you send me one. I think a lot of people would like to know that.
0: So, yeah, well, you can check it out on Amazon as well, but I will send you an autographed copy. How's that? Well, thank you. I
1: would appreciate that. (laughs)
0: Thanks. That would be great. Well, I appreciate appreciate your encouraging words. And,
1: And your royalties will be higher because you published it yourself, so you will actually make more money on each book, but... The distribution will be more difficult,
0: right? Yeah, and most people, you know, to self-publish at least uh, my book is a paperback, and you know, depending on how many you print, uh, the the costs, of course, change. But you can have them printed, uh, you know, with uh, beautifully done for about two dollars a copy. So, uh, so it really is, um, you know, there is potential there if you are able to market and sell them. Thank you so much for your suggestions. I hope that you've encouraged at least someone out there listening to uh, to get on it and write that book that's been in their head. Well, you're very
1: welcome. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: So thanks again to Karen White Gibson. We've been discussing how to publish your book. I am Dr. Leslie Lunt. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your emails to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.